Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I just want to make sure you're getting this podcast each and every week, so be sure to subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Now, this week, we're going to talk about excesses in prophetic ministry. Of course, you know, the Holy Spirit wants to anoint you as a believer in Jesus with his amazing gift of prophecy. But with that, there is always a temptation to go outside the boundary lines. And so we we have to have that discussion so that you can stay within the framework that the Holy Spirit would have for you and be effective. So before we get into that, I want to make sure you have my book, Prophetic Secrets. You can get it at jenniferevaz.com or you can go to any of the online uh, Christian book retailer outfits and they will have that available for you. So let's go ahead and get back into our topic, excesses in prophetic ministry. Now, just to make sure that we're all on the same page, the gift of prophecy was released to the church, the capacity that is, in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit fell upon the believers in the upper room as they are praying and waiting for the promise of the Father, which was the Holy Spirit. And what happened when that that precious uh, anointing, that precious fire fell upon them? Well, they got anointed with the capacity to prophesy. And we see that that was a fulfillment of Joel chapter two, his prophecy that there was coming a day when believers, when those who know God, those who were uh, in alignment with God would all have the capacity to prophesy. And that's exactly what happened. The sons and the daughters would prophesy. The old men would have dreams. The young men would have visions. And so actually, Acts chapter 2 was fulfillment of that prophecy in Joel chapter 2. And so essentially, if you're a believer in Jesus, you have the potential, the capacity to hear or see what God is saying and to communicate those words, to communicate what he is conveying. And those words will be anointed and transformational and impacting and powerful. And that essentially is the gift of prophecy, something that we are exhorted to pursue. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, where we are, we are told to pursue love, desire, spiritual gifts, but especially that you would prophesy. And so there's nothing wrong with wanting to prophesy. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be anointed with spiritual gifts. Actually, that's being connected to the pursuit of loving humanity, because I believe that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are God's kiss to a dying uh, population, you know, people who don't know him, people that are on the road to eternal hell unless they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, unless they are they are encountered with the power of the Holy Spirit in, in the many dimensions that are available. And so with that, there is always a temptation for excess. There is a temptation to go beyond the boundary lines that the Holy Spirit has prescribed, and we want to have that discussion. And so the gift of prophecy, it comes with its own, own set of excesses and misunderstandings and wrong application. And that's because there is a human element 
attached to this perfect gift from the Holy Spirit. And perhaps that's why some people are afraid of this gift. Some people have denied this gift, don't want this gift. It's because they've encountered those excesses and it's really turned them off, turned them away from something that the Holy Spirit, he's perfected it. It's, it's human beings that have steered it the wrong way. And so the first thing we want to talk about is we want to talk about prophetic manipulation. You might be saying, well, how is that possible for the prophetic and manipulation to go together? But that really leads us to a very candid discussion about the anointing and having a clean heart. Well, one definition of manipulation is to control or play upon by artful, unfair, or insidious means, especially to one's own advantage. In other words, the gift of prophecy, you get anointed to prophesy the word of the Lord. He begins to reveal his intended future uh, to to you about somebody else or begins to reveal uh, a heart issue that he wants to to clarify and provide a remedy or a number of things. Yet, if you don't have a clean heart, if you have an agenda, if you have a motive, then it can become manipulation. And so prophetic manipulation, it can, it can show itself in a lot of different ways. I remember the ministry partner who threw this one on me and she said, I know things about you that you don't know that I know. And I knew that she was referring to something the Holy Spirit would have showed her, a secret thing about me that was most likely negative, only I didn't know what it was. And so I was waiting for her to explain herself and elaborate, but she never did, even though I asked. And so later, when I brought her words back to her for some kind of explanation, because it just seemed so off, she actually had an ugly emotional reaction And that issue never did get resolved. It actually just spun out into a very bad relational breakup. And so her statement was a prime example of prophetic manipulation. It was a tactical move to gain power by suggesting that she knew some kind of secret about me. And that's also a form of emotional blackmail and borderlines on prophetic bullying. And so that's that's one example of prophetic manipulation. And then there was another woman. And this person, this this woman was a popular author and prophet, but she had a secret struggle. And that struggle was with prescription painkillers. And she could be a hilarious teacher of the word and also minister prophetically with deep impact unusual accuracy. It was just amazing how the Holy Spirit would use her. But sadly, her prophetic gift became the perfect deception for her drug abuse. And and she would be able to discern medical professionals in the audience and then work her story so she can get them to prescribe her prescription painkillers. And I, I watched her do this more than once. And you have to remember that God does not let these things go on forever but they often go on a lot longer than any of us are comfortable with. And when I found her high on painkillers during one of my conferences at my church, I initiated that uncomfortable confrontation. And unfortunately, she never spoke to me again. And so prophets and prophetically anointed people, they have to examine their heart motives constantly because it's it can be a temptation 
to misuse a very powerful gift, you know, to to coerce somebody in in a, a financial way or to coerce somebody in a lustful way or to coerce them so that you can exercise some kind of power over them. And so examining heart motives is critical. I mean, you might have a right prophetic word from the Holy Spirit, but your delivery can turn into manipulation when there are those unchecked, unhealed heart wounds. Sometimes we don't even know that an evil agenda is at work within us. And and it helps to have a community of people around us who can speak into those things, people that we trust. You know, and so with that said, can I exhort you, you know, once again, I know I've said this before in previous podcasts, but can I exhort you once again to pray what I pray every single day over myself, every day. I do this every day. I ask the Holy Spirit out of Psalm 51 verse 10 to create in me a clean heart. And I prayed this prayer for years because I know I'm just as susceptible to deception and wrong motives as anybody else is. Those examples of people that I I shared with you about how they got into excess, well, I don't consider myself any better than them. I just happen to catch it, confront it, and, and be on the other end of it, but I don't consider myself any better. I could fall to that as well if I am not considering my own heart motive. And so I know that being part of a healthy church community that will lovingly confront you when needed and routinely visiting reputable inner healing and deliverance counsel, routinely visiting reputable inner healing and deliverance counselors, that also proves helpful. Whatever you need to do, you know your your weak points, you know what you are susceptible you know what you are susceptible to. And so I want to encourage you to do what needs to be done to keep those checks and balances so that you can step out into prophetic ministry and be impactful. Thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.